Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast with Heather and John. Hey, Heather. How's it going? It's going good, John. So you did something fantastic this weekend. And uh, for a charity that's close to my heart, tell us what you did this weekend, John. Yeah, so this weekend I did the Princess Margaret Ride to Conquer Cancer. It's something I've been doing for almost 12 years now. Actually, I think I missed a year there. So next year officially will be my 10th year riding with the uh, the Ride to Conquer Cancer. And what we do is we do a ride from Toronto to Hamilton, Hamilton to Niagara Falls. So we cover a distance of 220 kilometers and it's it's pretty amazing like it's 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 a lot of fun i think this year there was just over four thousand riders that were us were all together on the road doing this event and you know just raising money for charities i don't know the final number that they raised this year but i know my little team which is about 25 people we raised just well over a hundred thousand dollars this year wow yeah i think in total yeah in total so Tony is the captain of the team and he started this event 16 years ago when his father passed away of cancer. And so it started with him and then a brother and then a cousin and then another brother. And the whole, like this, it's a family team. It's called Team Coraggio in Italian, which really means team courage in Canada, in English. And it's really around having the courage to stand up to this thing. And that's, you know, it's funny because we have this brand now, like everybody knows Team Coraggio, right? Like, I think people just like saying Coraggio. Of course, it's an awesome word in (laughs) in Italian, Team Coraggio. (laughs) So, you know, we're writing and, you know, because the front of our shirt says courage on the back, says Coraggio. So, you know, as we're riding by people, it's like, oh, it's Team Coraggio. We, anyways, everybody knows us, right? We're also the guys that stop for espresso. We have gelato. Like, we fit, like, the Italian, you know, the, the, the Italian mold of what we should fit as riders, right? So it's kind of funny. I'm not Italian, by the way. But for the weekend, I'm honorary Italian, which is kind of nice. And uh, we just get to celebrate that, right? And, you know, over the 16 years, the team has, you know, raised just over $750,000 for cancer research, wow. which wow. is amazing, right? And who knew, like, putting yourself through 200 plus kilometers on a ride could, like, you know, be so exciting and so fun. It's one of those events I look forward to every single year. I've been riding with this team for seven years. And, you know, it, it's, it's just something special about being part of a community. And really, for the most part, I only see these guys on this weekend, you know, sometimes we'll do some training rides before, but for the most part, we are only together for the weekend. And then we just kind of wait a whole other year and then we reconnect. And then, you know, it's just, it's been fun. It's, it's one of those things that I, I consider it a privilege and an honor to be able to participate with. And just to be with all the other riders on the road too, because, you know, as you're riding, you end up having conversations. I met I ended up reconnecting with a team manager that that I worked for 25 plus years ago. And we started chatting and we reconnected over the weekend, which was so nice. And, you know, you talk about community, you talk about support, you just talk about being in an environment where everybody's encouraging of one another, right? Like how special is that? You know, think about, you know, just being in the workplace and having that, you know, people wanting to like see you succeed. You know, we talked about this in our workshop, right? You know, People at the heart of it want to see you succeed, right? There may yeah. be one or two that don't, but that's okay. You don't have to worry about those folks. But the majority of people want to see you succeed. So, you know, it, it was it was amazing to do that. I just want to say good morning, Gupreet. Thank you for joining us. And Gujan, 
my friend, thank you for joining us as well as always. Great to, to have you here. So yeah, no, it's been great. It's been like, just wow, wow, wow. What about you, Heather? What was the weekend well, like? Hold on, I'm not done with this topic because it's such a good one. So, you know, the Princess Margaret, thank you for doing the ride and thank you for everyone that donated. I know that you've said lots of thank yous as well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, cancer has has touched both of us. And unfortunately, it's one of those things in almost every single person's lifetime, you will know someone or a family member will get cancer. Mm -hmm. And this is so important that we support. And I think people can still donate to to your cause and you'll put the link in afterwards. But, you know, I love this sense of community. And I remember going to Princess Margaret with my dad and that sense of community was even there. So, you know, this community around a, a goal and doing it together is not just a principle to use in the workplace. It's a principle for achieving those things that we don't think is possible. And I know there was a time, probably the first time you did this ride where mm. it was a lot different than it is today. And, you know, just think of that seven year difference, John, and, and what you stepped into, you did it because, you know, cancer is close to your heart, mm. but did it for loved ones. And that was a fuel that got you through that first time you did the 220 kilometer. I can't even imagine doing the 225 kilometers <laughs> on a bike. I'm not a bike rider, so that's okay. Um, but, you know, what's the difference in, in those seven years for you? Yeah, no, the great question. So, you know, seven years ago, I struggled to keep up with this team, right? Like I struggled to ride with them. I struggled just to be like, you know, so, you know, I had this crazy strategy. So the, so like, I, I just, I wasn't confident in my riding skills. I just, I didn't feel like I was going fast enough. Like I just, I didn't have the strength of a rider. Like most of these guys have been riding for a long time together. And they just had, you know, there's something that comes with just, you know, the best way to improve as a rider to have is to have lots of saddle time. The more time you spend in the saddle, the better you get, right? And I love cycling for the fact that it's one of those sports that you can actually get better with age, mm. right? And one of our, I, I believe our oldest member on our team is 63 or 64. And he crushes everybody he rides. Like he's he's doing loops and circles and he's always coming and picking up people at the back of the pack. And, you know, he's just kind of moving everybody forward. It's just amazing. Like there, there's no age limit in terms of how good you can get in this sport. And it's just great to see that. So when I first started seven years ago, my goal was just to keep up with the pack, right? Like, and there's essentially we're broken up into two packs, the very fast guys and then the fast guys. And my goal was just to keep up with the fast guys. And then I would even on the second day, I would leave 10 minutes early. By the time we'd get to the next rest stop, we'd all roll in together because they would have caught up to me. So this year was different, right? Like this year, I guess because of all the training and everything that I did, but just also how I progressed, you know, I was at the, the front of the pack. I was with the really fast guys this weekend, which was fantastic. It was phenomenal just to, it's like, wow. Like I, you know, even myself, like I, I, I don't believe like I'm, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like I'm finally at that point where it's like, I'm with the fast guys, right? <laughs> the very yes. fast guys. You know, it's a, there's a piece of me just like I don't believe it. Like it just like how how do we get here, right? Like it just it's 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 just so crazy that I'm finally you know like you see it over a progression of seven years, right? You don't necessarily see it from one year to the next, but. Now that I'm here, it's it's like, wow, like, I can't believe this is me, right? But that was always my vision at the beginning, right? Like, we talk about 
pointing ourselves to our future self and our future self always knows the answers to what we need today. And at that point, my goal was like, you know, at the end of that weekend, I'm like, I want to be part of those guys. Like, I want to be part of the front pack. I want to be the part of the really fast guys. And, you know, so this year was it, right? Like, <laughs> Wow. John, like that is such an amazing story. And even as you achieve the goal, I think this is mm. the moment that, that I want to zone in on is you're still in disbelief and mm. you're still like still trying to visualize that's me in this moment right now. And, and to celebrate because it's really hard to celebrate our successes, but you were the front of the pack and it was probably, I'm going to guess pretty easy to be that guy. Yes. Well, no, there was some effort. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it, it took some work, but we, it, I didn't think about it as much as, you know, I'm here. I'm finally here. I'm like, like, so here's the thing. I'm like a kid, right? Like, I get super excited when I do certain things. And, you know, coming out of Hamilton, I actually lost them. Every, I was like the last guy out for some reason, uh, leaving Hamilton on Sunday morning. So my goal was just to catch up, right? Like, catch up to the guys so I can, you know, essentially ride with them the rest of the ride. Eventually I caught up with them, but there's this part where you're coming out of Hamilton and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long climb coming out of Hamilton, right? So Hamilton kind of like where Mac and McMasters is, you sit in a valley and then you have to climb out. And then from there it's pretty much for the most part, mostly downhill going into Niagara Falls and um, just doing the climb, like, you know, two, three years ago, I struggled with the climb struggled like I was like forget I'm just gonna walk up this thing just like because it's too hard and this year I was like Phew. like we I, I tailed on you know I talked about this as part of the Ironman too is you know you find somebody you can model find somebody you can keep pace with and then just try to keep pace with them as long as possible because it's all about those moments right it's about those moments those stretches you don't have to do it for the entire thing you just need to do it in moments. And that already puts you ahead of where you want to be. And what I found climbing this, this, this long, I think it was like four or five kilometer trail going up. Um, I just tacked on to some people who had some really good momentum and we all felt the energy of one another. It's like, okay, we're going, we're going like now, like I'm, I'm not going to say we were flying by people, but we were passing by people. It was like, that, like this is me. <laughs> Right. Like, wow. Like, I can't believe that, you know, I'm, I'm finally here. It was just, it blew me away. And, you know, finding those models, right. Finding those people that are just two steps ahead of you and then do what they do. Right. Cause they already know yes. how to do it. Right. Yes. Get that information from them and just be a part of that. Like, you know, when you think about elevating yourself in your life and your career in your own personal development, find people that are just two steps ahead of you. Right. Like we, we always think, you know, we, we look to these great, you know, great big people that are doing great things, which is fantastic. And yes, we should ultimately keep those people as models as well. But you just need to find somebody who's two to three steps ahead of you and just can, you know, follow their lead. Right. Like there's so much to be learned. And, you know, I, so one of the things I was looking at, and this is one of the things that we look at, you know, as an NLP practitioner, uh, from this perspective is like, what are they doing? What are they doing with their feet? What are they doing with their hands? What gear are they in? Like I model all of that stuff. And then I just implement it in myself. And it's like, okay, I can do this, you know, just kind of keep up with it. So you're looking for all those visual cues from that person to see what exactly are they doing? You know, even like monitoring their breath, like how are they breathing? Like, and just 
follow that rhythm. It felt like we all had the same rhythm of breath going up this hill that was like four or five kilometers long. Well, the, the tips that you just gave sound like it's a great tip for biking, but it's actually mm-hmm. tips for life. It's tips for leadership. It's tips for any skill that you want to master or learn or do. And I, I love if I can just go back when you said, you know, as, this is a sport that you can get better at with age. Um, it, it, that's actually scientifically true that, you know, the more time you do the cycling and many people as they age, they decide, okay, you know, I'm going to do lower, lower impact. I'm going to do swimming. I'm going to do, you know, uh, walking. And those are great exercises. But, you know, one thing as we age, bone density starts to decrease. And if you want to increase it, biking is actually scientifically proven. So you're on to something there, but I love this other part that you're playing with it. You're, you're having Mm. fun with it. And then you're looking at this tiny, small, little incremental changes that you can do. This is the formula for success for life. Small, daily, incremental changes, mirroring and matching one other person, what they're doing, even stepping into their their being by breathing and standing like them. Like, look, I changed my my shoulders and you <laughs> you matched automatically because we're connected at this moment. But that's actually how to do it. And I've, I've told this story before, but one of the girls at work, she asked, you know, how are you so confident? And, you know, I'm only five feet tall. So I have to, Mm. I have to walk taller than I actually am to, to stand in presence in the room. So I learned to actually just be taller by pulling my shoulders back and lifting my chin. So we walked through the call center and I showed her how to walk with confidence and, and make eye contact and make connection with people. Mm. And she realized that it wasn't confidence that I only had. It was confidence that she could have as well. And anyone can have this. And, you know, me and you, John, we've done this, this course together, our neurolinguistic programming, where we've actually walked through and done this with strangers and see how it impacts people around us. So, you know, this mastering of small little changes to mirror the people around us and make a connection is like fantastic, fantastic a way to connect and we need to do more of this you know yeah. so often we're looking down at our phones we're not paying attention we're missing mentors and teachers that are around us at every aspect of our lives but they're not they're not around us because we're not seeing it because we're not present to them i i just i love that but you know john seven years you've been doing this seven hundred you're like I don't know, maybe a year, maybe two years away from a million dollar impact that your team has brought. And that's not small, but imagine if that first year you would have said, okay, I've done it once and that's enough. What if you would have just said, you know, that's it. That's all I'm going to do. You wouldn't be who you are today. So I think the message, and I, and I heard this on, on a TikTok or something today, <laughs> it's don't be so attached to who you are in the present moment that you don't give your future self a chance and you gave yourself your future self the chance. And now, yeah. now let's plan to see what's the next future John look like, Mr. Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. Cause I've, I've been, I've been thinking about that, right? Like what's next, right? Like yes. what, what, what's next. And so, you know, it's funny. Cause so I did, I completed a half Iron Man. All right. So it's done. It's, you know, and, and and there's a part of me that just hesitates because I know how much work it is and what it takes to do it, right? But, okay, you know, I'm going to – so I'm pending approval, my goal 
for 2024 is to do a half Ironman in Portugal in a place Ooh. called Guys, which is tougher than the half that I did in Victoria. So that is, that's the vision. Pending approval, I just need to work out some dates and everything. But uh, yeah, I'm going to throw that out to the world. That's what I'm thinking of doing next, right? Because it's always about, you know, <clears throat> we talk about thinking through the goal. What do you want to do on the other side of the goal once you get to the goal? Like there's got to be something else to continue the growth, to continue the momentum, to continue the, continue the movement, right? And, it, and it's the same for business, right? So as, as soon as you hit a certain milestone, it's like, okay, so what's the next milestone? That's it gives right. you and your team purpose in terms of what you want to do next. So I'm thinking like, what's next for me, right? Like from that perspective, from a health perspective, what's next, right? So I think that's next. So I, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. Super, 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 super. So that means I just got to continue training for the rest of the year until we get there next year. But I, I you know, you know, and I, and I say this a few times, you know, when I look in the mirror now, it's like, that's the person I should have always been. You know, when we look in the mirror, it's like, who is this? Like, and that's what I faced at the beginning of January 20, January, 2022 is like, I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I don't recognize this person anymore. And, you know, and you started with small incremental changes, you know, just walking for 31 minutes for 31 days. That's it. Like that was the goal. That was the vision. That's all I could do at that time. And from that, it just kind of builds, right? And it's the same with everything that we do. You know, even with this show, right? We started in November of 2023, 2022. And here we are six months later, you know, getting better every time we do this, right? Like mm -hmm. the small changes, you know, changing the colors, having a banner, like even having an intro now when we, we get And on, ordering changing, a new microphone, John. Yeah, changing the <laughs> microphone so we can get better auto, like audio quality, right? Like this, all these little things that you do bit by bit, right? Like it's a learning process. And, you know, the one thing I learned, I think it was from Bob Proctor, it's not about the goal, but it's about the journey to the goal that really matters. It's who you become in the process to getting there. Because really that's, you know, that's where it's the, it's the defining moment. The goal is, yes, one thing, but who you become to become the goal is a whole other thing. Oh, John, I love that. Yeah. It is, and, and the podcast or our LinkedIn live show is a perfect example. <laughs> if you would have said, Heather, do you want to do 65 episodes and three times a week? And, you know, I would have said no, but you asked for five and I said yes. And then we go in 10 episode increments and we improve and we do one thing to improve it and then we we move on and that just means that we're getting better every single day and celebrating those successes mm -hmm. and so i think the call to action for everyone is what's that goal and let's use the end of the year as the milestone because we're at that midpoint of the year what's that goal that you know that you're going to achieve by the end of the year but you got to double down on some actions you've got to make a commitment for daily incremental actions and just pick one thing that you can do every single day you know people that ask me how did you lose the way I tell them tra start just just tra start tracking your food because people go on this whole I'm going to go to the gym five days of the week I'm going to mm. track my food I'm going to you know I'm going to fast I'm going to do one thing just one small thing towards whatever your goal is and do it every single day consistently non-negotiable 
small, like make it last two minutes, whatever it is that you're picking. Mm. It should only last two minutes as a starting point. As a start, like John, obviously you don't do a two minute ride, but there was a point <laughs> when you ran for one song on the treadmill. That wasn't yeah. a moment in time. So was, yeah, let's absolutely. start with something that takes two minutes. And all we're trying to do is create that new habit for you. That's your call to action. Pick a habit and do it for the next, do it for, from now till Friday. That's it. Five days. Yeah. Yeah, and, and sorry, just to add in there, you know, for those at the end of the year, Heather and I are going to be holding an event where we're going to nail down a date. We'll share it with everybody. But your ticket to admission is a letter to yourself from the future. So what we're doing with that is you're going to write a letter to yourself from December 2023 to yourself today, just indicating all the different things that you've accomplished, all the different things that you've, you know, you kind of set your mind to that you want to get done. And when you get to December, you're going to have accomplished all those things. You're going to open up the letter and we're all going to celebrate together. So if you want in on the action, if you, know, if you want to send me your letter, which I will keep in safekeeping, I will give it back to you on the day of, of the event, just so you know how far you've come. You know, Bob says, you know, you've come so far, you're going to need a telescope to see how far you've come, right? Wow. So it's, it's one of the greatest lines I've ever heard from him. And um, so that's your ticket admission. So, you know, plan that today. We're, we're at the midway, midway point in the year. There's still plenty of time. You can do this. You can. Trust me. I know you can. We've done it. You can do it. We can all do it together. And we want to celebrate. We have the ultimate celebration party in December where we all get to celebrate all the amazing things that we've done this year. So send me a private message or send Heather a private message. Send us your letter and then we'll safe keep it up until the event. Okay, so that is it. We're a little bit over time, but thank you for tuning in and listening, everybody. Just remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all a great one. Have an amazing, marvelous Monday. Talk to you soon. Take care.